Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Well, you know what to tell us all about taking a walk along an ancient Roman road in England. Glenn Burroughs, the owner of Norfolk Tours in England, is joining us back on Big Glen Radio today. And today is our special World Radio Party. It's Champagne Sunday's World Radio Party. I mean, how, how much better can it get, you know? And Glenn's joining us. Uh, we're Nancy and Lisa, the crazy mother-daughter team of Big Glen Radio. And we also have special guest co-host, singer-songwriter Nikki Chris. So, I mean, it just keeps getting better and better. Uh, Glenn is a Big Blend expert contributor, and you can read his articles and listen to his past Big Blend radio interviews if you go to blendradioandtv.com and just go to the expert department and click on Glenn because he likes to be clicked on. Sometimes he goes, ooh. No, I know Glenn, right? Uh, But anyway, also the best thing to do is go to his website, especially if you're going to England. He will take you anywhere in England. Go to norfolk-tours.co.uk. Glenn, how are you? Hello, I'm great, thanks. How are you? Oh, we're doing good. good. It's good to have you back on the show. And, you know, you've co-hosted with us before, like when we do these world radio parties. But I, I'm yes. glad to have you on the show with Nikki because Nikki, not only is she an amazing singer-songwriter, but Nikki's also been to Rome and walked on Roman roads there. So this is going to be really cool. Well, hello, Nikki. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, great, Ex- great to have you on here. So, Glenn, did you go walking on another Roman road? Is that what I saw? Like, it looked different. It looked like you were, you were like, passing huts that were growing grass on the roofs and things. Is that what happened yeah. this morning? Yeah, that was. Um, I went over to Peterborough, and there's a, uh, a, a Bronze Age settlement. That has, a lot of it has been excavated, and a lot of the, um, the actual settlement is still there because... It was all waterlogged, so therefore the timbers have, have been preserved under the water, which is quite amazing when you're actually standing looking at what used to be um, a causeway, which was built across the fens, and you're actually looking at Bronze Age pieces of wood sticking out of the ground. Um, wow. But anyway, that goes across this um, this piece of land where we were. Is, is actually another Roman road. So I thought it was quite amazing that, you know, I, I tell you that um, there are Roman roads everywhere, and, and there I was. Once I, I, was, I was walking along the Roman road for the article on, was it Wednesday? I think I popped out and had yeah. a walk along that one. And then today there I was walking along a, another one. So it just goes to prove that, you know, they are literally around every corner. Do they ever get like what our roads here get these big sinkholes and sometimes cars fall into them or sometimes you're in your house and there you go, a sinkhole opens up and swallows your house with you in it sometimes. Or your car. Do, do um, you? Yeah. Do you ever have that in England? We 
do. There's, um, there's a fantastic picture of a double-decker bus half submerged in a sinkhole. Um, oh. It's not actually like the big ones that you have in South America, I think I've seen them. This yeah. one was as actually a, uh, a chalk mine underneath the city of Norwich, um, oh. and the, the top of it collapsed, and the double-decker bus went into it. Okay. So there's a, a really, really good picture of a double-decker bus standing up on end, half, half down a hole. Wow. So if you, if you Google a double-decker bus down a hole in Norwich, um, it's likely <laughs> to come up because it's a classic picture. Okay. Wow. Well, who knew? Dude. You know, really. So I love this because our last segment, we ended up having a whole conversation on fish, and now we get to talk yeah. about sinkholes. This is great. Well, We're doing well, Maybe we can go fishing. We could go fishing in the sinkhole. But these, these Roman roads, I know you've been on the show before and written articles, too, about the Roman history in England. Um, but yes. I just kind of want to touch back on this because this means, like, these roads that they built, this is, like, over, what, over 2,000 years old? Yeah, I mean, the Romans came here just before um, Jesus. So, you know, around, I think it was about 49 B.C., Julius Caesar landed on the south coast. But basically speaking, the, the Romans came over here just after Jesus. So I think about AD 50, they started to sort of really take over the country. And they were here for about 400 years. So you're talking the first 400 years of the present dating structure. So, yeah, you're talking 2,000 years ago. Wow, wow, this is ancient, and, and everyone, uh, Glenn has written a great article, and, and we've got photos and video clips and stuff, um, but now we, we want more, Glenn, because, like, what I saw today, we need to include that. Um, this will be in our Spirit of America magazine coming out this fall and also on nationalparktraveling.com. So when we put England, and we're, we're going to be putting Belize in this issue, too, because the magazine is called Spirit of America, but we created the national park system itself. And so uh, we also look at other areas that uh, followed suit and created, you know, parks for their and, – and people created parks before that, but it's uh, just a, the national park system. That's our best idea in America is to have parks and public lands. And so we think that we should just always cross over to other countries because why not? We'll, we'll find things that we share, like, Glenn, this – whole part we were talking about this is also because we have our one-hour walk group on Facebook. And everyone, if you go to Big Blend Magazine, you'll find our groups and you'll see one-hour walk group. And this is about getting outside and taking a walk. And in your article, you talk about like really just soaking up the atmosphere when you take a walk on this, on this Roman road. I think going for a walk is all well and good, but actually going for a walk along a really old road you mm. can well I can let my mind wander and it is quite amazing how my mind will wander when I am actually walking <laughs> along something that has been there for 2,000 years you know the just the the imagination can can really get going because it's not very difficult to imagine, you know, Roman centurions walking along that road because they did, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and just imagining these these poor 
little, well, I say little, these four Roman centurions who came to England. So they left, they left Italy. They ended up in, in England. You know, our, our climate is nowhere near as nice as the Italian climate. And, and there you are, these poor Roman soldiers walking along roads in, in the middle of Norfolk in, the, in February. <laughs> it, it can't have been any fun. But, you know, I can, my, my head can, can go back 2,000 years quite easily. And, and yeah. there I am walking, walking down a road with a, a Roman centurion and, you know, having a conversation with him. Oh, I know cool. that's really stupid, but, but, you know. No, it doesn't. That, no, no, I, I think... Can, that's what my yeah. head can take me. Well, the, my head takes me into places it shouldn't. No, but I'm kidding. But no, but it I, does. I think that's the real way to enjoy a place is to know yeah. something about the history. That sense of place. Yeah. So, Nikki, you said you went to Rome. So, like, you're in in the actual their 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 place, right? And um, I mean, obviously, in England, they were it was their place too at a time. But did you have that same thing? Where I mean, did you see the Romans all clad up in their you know warrior? soldier uniform and like I just see those things that they had on their head and stuff yeah yeah I mean it's it's it I actually agree because I did do the same thing when I was in Rome and we used I was there for a week and we would walk around um in the evening um and and you know go and see as much as we possibly could and you do you you look at at things and and you look at where you're standing you're like oh my god just think of who was walking here you know Mm -hmm. all these years ago and I do the same thing. Um, I actually my my bachelor's is in history, so I am a big history buff, and I am a, a big fan of you know ancient Greece, ancient Rome, mm. all of you know like the Mayans and the Aztecs. That's my mm, my cool separate little passion. But you know, I've been to London, and even going through places like you know. Um, the Tower of London and things like that. I mean, it, and and all of those landmarks, you still think of those things. Like you still think of, oh my gosh, you know, there were beheadings here. Or, you know, I mean, all all kinds of of um, things go through your mind. So beheadings, I'm just, cool. Yeah, yeah. And those <laughs> guillotines, the guillotine thing, and that to me, that where you'd stick your head in and have your mm-hmm. hands go through on the sides. Oh, that's pillars and stocks. That's that's you know, Glenn. What was going on with all those beheadings? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh, yeah. we, we, we had, Which ones? Oh no. <laughs> we we had we had so many of them for for so many different reasons. You know, I mean, um, I hate I hate to mention you know politics like we never do, and um, you know, I mean. In, in, instead of instead of just sacking people like they do today, they just have the head cut off. It was much easier and a lot quicker. You know. Well, I so, know some people uh, would prefer to go that way. Well, you know. But anyway, well, I was just thinking uh, the uh, term uh, impeach. Was, oh, go ahead. It was rather final as well then, wasn't it? Because you know, once you've done it, you can't you can't suddenly undo it. You can't say sorry. I got that wrong. You know. So yeah. Um, wow. It was just a, it was just an easier, quicker way to uh, to get rid of people. It's called moving forward. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, you can. I was thinking the term impeachment, which we hear a lot these days, and is mm. not that far from impale. You know, and yeah. because in the ancient times they used to cut people's heads and impale them on sticks and march around and go and see what could happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
the Romans, when you think about Romans, like, you know, you think about those, you know, big chess pieces, that, that uniform, that, those, I don't even want to call it a uniform, but it is, but their armor was armor. Just incredible. And in, yes. I remember in England and going through England, Scotland, and Wales, and going through all the museums and, and mm. the castles and looking at the armor. So do you think that the Romans inspired the armor of, Eng, of like, you know, English soldiers, or have I got my history turned around? That's well, easy for the, me. The Roman, a lot of the Roman armor was very similar to, to what we had in medieval times, but the the Roman armor, I, I don't know whether the Roman armor would have had any actual effect on the medieval armor because by the medieval times, I don't expect anybody actually had any Roman, Roman armor to copy. But the the medieval armor actually wasn't as good as the Roman armor because a Roman centurion could actually work really well with his armor on. A medieval mm. knight with a full suit of armor wasn't really able to do very much. So I think the Roman armor itself was a lot better. But then again, mm. they had different weapons that they were protecting themselves from. So the, the medieval armor was what they were protecting themselves against. You know, with the great big mace with the great big spike sticking out of them and the, and the mm. halberds and things like that. Yeah. The Romans were mainly to deflect arm-to-arm combat. Rather, mm. I, I know they did have other, other big um, weapons, but mainly the Romans were about arm-to-arm combat, or you know, man-to-man. Whereas the medieval, they, they were actually fighting against bigger things. So I think mm-hmm. the, if you look at a Roman, a, a Roman centurion's armor, he was still able to do a day's work with his armor on. Uh, and a medieval knight couldn't. He, he really mm. was just dressed to, to fight and protect himself. If, go ahead, Nancy. Oh, I was just going to say, it seems to me the Romans were um, extremely detail-oriented like when they built their, yes. road, their roads and everything that they planned. Everything. I mean, yeah, I think they even, you know, they, they planned like city centers and how roads should go and all, like yep. they really, they really were like our first real planners mm-hmm. of things, I think. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a look at a Roman fort or a Roman mm-hmm. city, they actually had most of their roads running in straight lines. Mm-hmm. Um, even even actually in a in a fort, all the roads went you know in straight lines. Well, most of them. I can't say all of them because some of them did go off at an angle. But most of the roads <laughs> went in straight lines. And the a Roman road, if you look at a map of England, and you pick out straight lines on there, you'll find that a lot of those straight lines are actually Roman roads, because the Romans basically descended upon England. And they just decided to build a road. If they wanted to build a road from A to B, they would build a road from A to B. And the, mm. the, the shortest route from A to B is a straight line. And that's yeah. what they did. And the only time they deviated from their straight line was if they hit something, like a, a mm. big hill. They would, if, they, if necessary, they would go around the hill. Or if, mm. they, you know, if they found a river, um, they would normally just go over it. But if a few hundred yards up the river, there was an easier way to cross, and they would deviate their road. But generally speaking, you'll see a, a Roman road is 
is relatively a straight line. And it's very easy to build a straight road because all you need is three men with, with you know, three sticks. And you can build a straight road because, you know, you've got, you've got three, mm. three points which you can make into a straight line. And that, mm. that was quite simple. And yeah. it's quite amazing that today, um, if I look at a map of Norfolk, very often I can, I can see a Roman road even if the road has disappeared because mm. you've got different things that follow the line of that road. Um, mm. it's, 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 I'm, I'm probably getting a bit too detailed here, but if you look at anything historically, anything that is there before something else, the thing that comes after it can follow the thing that was there before it. So mm -hmm. if there's a Roman road there and you're going to create a boundary, you will use the Roman road as your boundary. So oh, I lots of you villages mean. that were set up in, say, the 8th century or the 9th century, when they set their parish boundaries, they would use the Roman road as a boundary. So hmm. you know for a fact that the Roman road was there before the parish boundary. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. But you can also trace the course of the Roman road because of all these parish boundaries that have got a straight line. And they all connect up. So if you have a look, um, for instance, if you have a look at parish boundaries between, we'll say, Swatham and Great Massingham, and you have a look at the parish boundaries, you'll see a lot of those parish boundaries actually follow the course of the Roman road. And that's because... Because the they're Roman using what's already there. there. They're using yes. what's already like started. I mean, yeah, I mean, here, the, yeah, you go along a river, you go, yeah, it, like in history, we, hmm. we build off of whatever was, was there before. before us because it's an easier, it's someone that already beaten the path for you, basically. I mean, yes. even our roads out here, I mean, they put a big interstate that, t like, destroyed what was going on with Route 66, the mother road of America, but they still went on the same route but just had to build it different because of the towns that the little road went through and everything they did one but it still went off of that it still follow yeah. you still have it's interstate parallel. 40 is parallel yeah. yeah and it and it it i have nothing nice to say about it but anyway come on let's go there let's go there you know, you know there's a thing about when we put these big interstates in and and towns get bypassed you know and, and it um, was a war effort it yeah and as soon as they did it the war ended. So there you go. Well, um, yeah. So, 
so I think when I think we really do That's build an interesting that interesting take on history. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense to build off of what was there in the past. But you know, exactly. I, you know, Glenn, when you walk on these roads, you're talking about there's birds and there's the hedgerows. You know, and yeah. every time we hear the word hedgerow, we all think about Led Zeppelin mm, singing yeah. Stairway to Heaven and if there's yep. a bustle in your hedgerow. Um, but when you are walking these, you're seeing all these birds and nature, mm, and so you've pretty. got these beautiful bumblebees on flowers, and it yep. just looks so natural and peaceful. But, okay, so yep. when your mind wanders, do you think like a Roman could come, like all of a sudden they're just going to come hauling down there like a big army, you know? I mean, do you think well, that? I mean, who who knows? I mean, who who knows what? I mean, again, I'm getting, I might be getting a bit deep, but you know, who who understands what time actually is? Who understands yeah. what, um, you know, spiritual things are? Yeah. Who understands anything about life after death and all this other stuff? But but you know, we we may all be here at the same time. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I'm not I'm not clever. But as far as I'm concerned, when I'm when I'm walking down those those little lanes, and and I know for a fact they've been there for the best part of two thousand years, and I also mm. know that the hedgerows either side of me have been there for the best part of two thousand years, or the descendants of those hedgerows have, and I also know that the descendants of the same birds and bees and whatever have all been there for that length of time, mm-hmm. you know, because animals, yeah. birds, insects, and all that sort of thing, they, they stay where their source of food is. And mm. those hedgerows that have been there since the road was there, they are a fantastic source of food, of shelter, you know, everything that birds, animals, and insects need but it is there. So there's no need mm. for those little birds and those little insects to move very far because everything's on their doorstep. So actually, the bee that I took a picture of the other day could easily be a descendant of a bee that's been there for the last 2,000 years, you know. Absolutely. In fact, when we went hiking in the Sequoia National Forest and we came across a a mother, a deer, with two fawns, and we were talking to a park ranger friend of ours, and um, we were talking about... um, the territory a deer would sort out for itself. And then the next year you go and you go back and you see another deer with some fawns and you're like, is it the same one? And she's like, well, probably because they have a territory that they stay to. Within a mile. Yeah, yeah, within a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, you know, if you go back at the same birthing season, chances are you're going to see the same deer that is now having two more fawns or whatever. And that's what they're going to do until they pass on, but then the kids are going to stay in that territory. Unless we encroach on them. Exactly. Yeah, unless, unless we push them out or something. But then her exactly. her fawns are going to grow up and do the same thing. So you can, I understand, you like the bee that you're talking about does have descendants. I love that. People don't, don't think we always think about that, Glenn. I love that part because... You know, we look at family history, right? But mm-hmm. like, what about yep. the family history of the animals of and the, the birds animals. and the bees and everything? Hmm. You know? Okay, I you love guys that. are getting deep. I well, know. Okay, wait, but Nikki, Nikki, well, you're, you're the historian lady. Yeah, well, yeah, that is true. If you look at my, my own family history, my, my, my mum's family has been in the same village where my parents still live and where I was brought up. They've definitely wow. been there since 1620. 
that I know of for wow. fact because I've proven it right back to 1620. They've probably been there a lot longer, but mm. the records wow. are not there for me to tie it all together. So that's exactly the same thing as a tree, as um, mm. a, a bee, a bird, anything. Because at the end of the day, if an oak tree was planted by a Roman centurion, for instance, when the acorns fell off that oak tree, they're not going to fall that far. I know some of them right. are going to be taken away by the animals and by the birds, but there are going to be acorns that fall on the ground from that tree, and they're going to grow where they mm-hmm. fell. The mm. first tree is going to rot after four or five hundred years, probably, but the acorn that fell down in, in, the, you know, in year 50 is then going to grow. So can you see what I mean? There is definitely a yeah. continuation. The same as there is with my own family being in the same village, since 1620, the, the trees, the birds, the plants, everything is all still there. And mm. I, I, get that, I get that connection when I walk along that road because wow. nothing's changed. It, it has changed, but nothing's really changed. And that, that mm. to me, is just such an amazing feeling. That's, that's deep because, like, you're basically, like, you're hanging out with, like, your family now, which are all descendants, and then together you could be like with a niece or a nephew walking together or your grandparents, you know, you'd be there together looking at a bee, and that bee's family was there with your family. Oh, that's, oh that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Oh, my. Wow, really? Well, think about it. That's the connection, right? <laughs> so now wait. No, wait. I want to go into this because, okay, <laughs> Nikki, Nikki and your superheroes Facebook group that you're doing on Facebook through Nikki. Chris, everybody, go there. Um, you know, it's really about peace and love and, and spreading love, not hate, right? Hashtag yep. that, everybody. Spread yep. love, not hate. But you're talking about being superheroes. And so, Glenn, isn't this in a weird way, like we've got superheroes and, and these, you know, things that we look at, like Spider-Man and all that, yeah, uh, yeah. Captain America. But isn't this in a way, when you look at, Robin Hood, for example, right? Mm. There's the, the folk tales that move down. That Robin Hood is a superhero. And when you're walking in these places, you've got to think about those people too. But it is a form, or it, whatever it is, superhero, if it's a human, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going to get into that. But isn't this a way of time travel? Like, I know get, I'm getting all weird and woo-woo, but it is time travel in a way. Well, and when you look and connect with that bee, and you just, you don't have noise around you or anything. You just focus on that bee. Are you not now time traveling and connecting? Like, I see this whole sci- sci-fi thing going off in my head. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, like I said, well, you know, I, I walk down the road and, you know, who understands time travel anyway, you know? But at the end yeah. of the day, it, it's, it, even if it's in my head, it doesn't really matter. I had a lady over several years ago. She wanted me to take her to Ipswich, which is where her ancestors had sailed from in 1638, I think it was. Um, But this is also where Abraham Lincoln's ancestors sailed from because they sailed from Ipswich as well because that was one of the ports where people in East Anglia sailed from East Anglia to America. Mm. Anyway, this lady actually stood on the quayside of Ipswich which now has got nothing in on the quayside that was there in 1630. 
So she said, you might think I'm really stupid, but I'm going to wave them off and wish them a safe journey. That, that, that was amazing. Yeah. She, she was yeah. wow. waving off her ancestors who left her in the 1630s. And, and I could see the boat sailing out of the harbour, you know, mm-hmm. not, not yeah. literally, but, you know. Yes, in your mind. Why, why not? You know, she wanted to wish them a safe journey. She knew they had a safe journey because she stood there. But the connection yeah. there with her was with her ancestors. And it, that it, was real. That was, that was actually, is it palpable? You know, that was, a, that was actually, you could feel it in the air. It made the hairs yeah. on the back of my neck stand up. Because yeah, because, because she cares she about talking. what went before. Yeah, because you're she feeling was talking it. to her ancestors. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, and Why that, not? That is real. I mean, this, yeah. this last few weeks, I've had two ladies. Actually, two ladies over from San Diego, just over the road from where you are. Yeah, lovely ladies. And um, I took them to um, loads and loads of places. But, you know, one of the places we went to was a grave of one of their ancestors, and he wow. died in oh, seventeen ninety four, and. You know, this is where he was. He was actually lying there in the ground under our feet, and we could read his tombstone. That That is a connection. These two ladies just stood there, and they just looked at this tombstone, and, and that was that was actually their flesh and blood was lying there in the ground. And wow. now they live in San Diego. They've got no connection but, to England, but they suddenly found that they had a massive connection to England because they could actually feel it. It was It was real. This so, is, you know, when, that, that is what I'm talking about with the connection with the Romans or with anything. If you can, if, if you allow your head to be free and just travel wherever it goes, that's amazing what you, where you can be. You know, you know the it, crazier it is time travel in your head. The the crazier this world gets, <laughs> the more people really are grasping to put their feet on the ground and feel their roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The, and this is what's making history so important is to yeah. remind us who we are, where we came from, what the changes have happened over eons and why mm. so that we don't keep making the same mistakes. And so people are are grasping now because the world is getting out of control. So I think that's why history and what you're doing is so important. Yeah. And, and Glenn, I encourage you to go to our new Facebook group. It's called Sustainable Destinations and Places with a Sense of uh, and and Sense of Place. And that's that is a huge deal because it's about keeping those places, the history, and preserving it and preserving the nature. So you can see that bee that comes from a family from 2,000 years ago. So you can stand in the steps, and you do go to those graveyards. I think it's so important that we maintain these places because any Mm -hmm. chance a developer gets to take them out, which I understand we still have to develop places and build homes, and I understand that. There's a balance and there's a communication that has to happen. And um, I know engineers and uh, environmental engineers, and they all say, talk to the engineers and the developers before anything happens. And this is the thing. We've got to keep these places that are historically pure there and keep them pure. Mm-hmm. It really is important. And I think what you're doing, like Nancy said, is so important. But, Glenn, time-wise here, i got to ask you, what is your champagne toast? What are you happy about? Oh. I mean, this has been such a trippy conversation. We need more champagne. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> 
Anyone, anyone would think I've probably been on the champagne already, wouldn't they? But uh, I can promise <laughs> yeah, you I haven't. Yeah, it makes perfect um, sense to me. The, um, I don't know, the, the, the toast that, that I had already thought about before I came on tonight, because I always give, give this stuff thought, is actually the Roman centurion who I was talking to on my little trip. He was walking along there with me, and he, he, was, um, he was quite happy. So, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll toast cool. that little Roman centurion. Uh, oh, I, I love that. Like that. He was a long way from home, poor little fella. Oh, but they're love... also the forerunner of the punk hairdos. Yes, they started <laughs> the punk. That they did. They did start the punk era. And I remember in England when we got there, Glenn, everybody was like punk styling. And uh, it was Roman centurion. And, and that's what I did to all my dolls. I made them into punks. You did. Oh, I right. shaved their eyebrows and I made them into punks. That was what was going on at that that's time. That's pretty funny, pretty actually. Pretty cool. That's time oh, traveling. That's so hilarious. <laughs> I gave mine haircuts, too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you see, there yeah, it is. See? There it is. Glenn, always a pleasure to have you on the show. You've, you've made my mind expand. I love that, and I appreciate that so much. Uh, everyone... Ladies. A bit. You know, it's, it's a little bit of champagne, but no, but everyone, uh, go to Glenn's website, norfolk-tours.co.uk, and go visit with him, and he'll take you around to find your family history, just like he was talking about, go walk on a Roman road, uh, you know, there's B&Bs and pubs and all kinds of good things yeah, to explore connect. in England, uh, airfields if you're into uh, military history, um, but really, can, especially uh, a lot of Americans out here are, you know, we come from English descendants, so it's neat to go back there and, and find our families. Uh, when we go over there, we're going to take Glenn, and he's going to take us <laughs> to the Isle of Man, so we can, and York, we got to go to mm-hmm, York for yep. our family history, but... I know we're gonna go dig up our witches' graves or something. I don't we're know. We're not gonna dig they, them up. We don't have graves. They were burned at the stake. But anyway, oh, like, <laughs> it's true. Our family histories. Yeah, we've we've talked about that. But uh, Glenn's article about these Roman roads. It's and it's so fascinating. Uh, we'll, again, we'll be in the fall issue of Spirit of America magazine and also NationalParkTraveling.com next week. And again, go to his website Norfolk-Tours.co.uk. Glenn, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the time, and uh, I hope I haven't um, made you completely, completely mad. We're not all stupid in England, but you know. I... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love it. Nikki. Don't you think it's cool, like to no, walk down the yes. Roman road? Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Totally cool. Thank you, Glenn. Speak to you later. Talk you soon. Take care. Cheers. Bye.